Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting contests and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team and remember to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, the game starts here. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Podcast here on Leap Day, February 29th. I'm your host, Brian Gilbert, joined by my co-host, Joe DiMarini, and making her triumphant return to the podcast, Kelly Hankel. Uh, how are we doing today, Kelly? Great. I instinctively did the Italian hand gesture when you oh, said DiMarini. I do it too. such gusto. You have to. You have to. You have to. It's automatic. I'm good. How are you guys doing? I'm, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Mr. De Marini? So funny, hey. we're we're a half hour late starting this podcast, and it's my fault. And it's because mm-hmm. I was actually in the Italian market. Um, mm. I had to get some fresh fish fillets for dinner tonight. Ooh. So, yeah, it's my fault. We're late today. I was about to ask what fancy dinner you have you have you have waiting for you after this. Uh, I'm gonna do broiled. Uh, bass with broccoli rabe and potatoes with like a charred lemon vinaigrette should be good we'll see how it goes there's a lot of moving parts joe's dinners are both like inspirational and shaming at the same time (laughs) i'm having leftover chicken hey that's good i like that and And i'm gonna have a nice negroni or something similar with it Mm. too yeah. I love this jo- for you. Joe's always got something going on, whether it's a dinner or like a cookie or something he's making. It's always Sh- Chef Joe is is a uh, I'm telling you an all season staple. So hey. I mean, like I don't know if this is out of line, but I feel like Joe, you've made it quite public that you're on the apps because the apps oh, are yeah. trash. It did. You think, <laughs> folks, this man will cook you <laughs> the most ridiculous dinners you've ever seen in your entire life. I implore you. Yeah. Aspiring house husband over here. Swipe um, right on Joe swipe DeMarie. Right. Yes. Uh, and tomorrow is bread baking day too. So hey, chock a block full weekend. I love this is exciting. Oh yes. You know what else is exciting, Kelly? What's that, Joe? The Philadelphia Flyers, baby. Hey! I was gonna say speaking of speaking of uh, cooking, how about uh Andrew Andre just getting cooked by the Flyers there on Tuesday? He he did not look good at all. Yeah, no. Bobby Brink and Tyson Forrester were chefing it up in that game. Oh boy! Oui, oui. Yeah. Oh boy! What have I gotten myself into here? Yeah. So let's just—I mean, that was two days ago at this point. But let's touch on it. Six-two uh, win. Uh, the power goes out in the, in the first period. How was that on the broadcast? Because I was there. It, it was very weird watching it uh, in person without like any music or any uh, something like I that. I personally. My my most boomer quality right now is that I feel that the noises at Flyers games are entirely too loud. Yeah. And it was kind of nice to like only hear hockey noise. That's I mean, it's kind of nice. I mean, like it didn't and it also didn't really look that dark on television. Like it was noticeably darker in the stands, but it didn't look like, oh, no, I can't see my feet how do i get out of here like it didn't look that dark yeah the ice looked fine on the broadcast Ice looked fine yeah 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 there was about like a five ten ten minute delay so then, then they went right back at it I, I thought you know maybe they'd like switch ends at some point to, to, to fix the fix the lighting for the goalies but no they, they just kept going it was weird not having any music no 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 public address announcer no, no clock was a big thing was the clock working on the broadcast no yeah. uh was, was it, it? I can't remember I if was the a, score bug clock was working. I feel like it was. I was at it bowling. It probably league. was. I was at bowling league, so I was watching this on like the mm-hmm. bar TVs, like five or six lanes down. And I just look up and I see like the refs are talking to the coaches. There's all this congregating, and I'm like, "What the hell's going on?" I had to like open up Twitter, and then I think it was Charlie. He was like, "Yep, power's out in the arena." I'm like, "What? That's crazy." So yeah. 
And then even when the power came back, like they could, and like Lou Nolan was like thanking everyone, like they weren't like announcing the time like they normally would do if, if the clock was broken. Like there was no clock. You'd have, like, feel, you'd have to like feel it out like with the TV timeouts, be like, okay, this is how much is left. I had to check the, the NHL ha- app kind of had like like a clock on it. So yeah. I was following along with that. But at least it wasn't like a, a close game late. And then <laughs> and I think I saw Charlie tweet that like when they pulled Vasilevsky, he thought there was like three, four minutes left and not not nine when John Cooper actually did. Yeah. So wait, did the, the clock never came back on? The clock never came back on in the arena. Oh, wow. Time stopped. That's wild. Time stopped in the Wells Fargo Center that night. Time's fake anyway. Doesn't matter. Today's a fake Uh, day. This day doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fake day. Yeah, but going to to that game was was an important one after the uh, weekend back-to-back losses. Of course, had the injury update that Jamie Drysdale out week-to-week. Konechny day-to-day. Konechny still has not practiced. Uh, Ristolainen week-to-week. So getting a win against the Lightning was, was pretty big there, especially, you know, I mean, that's a team you could be directly battling for a wild card spot in, in a few weeks. Yeah, at it home was too. Huge, yes. And it wasn't. It, they somehow like dominated yeah. the Lightning. Yeah, like the like, Flyers looked good start to finish. Really, well, the Flyers looked good the last time the Lightning were here. Uh, that's they just true. Had Kucherov, um, that really. Yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. But you know. Kucherov wasn't firing on firing on all cylinders, so Lightning lost. And I think that win kind of snapped a what would have been a record for the number of times the Flyers had lost at home consecutively to the same team or something like that. Yeah, um, it was an, a comical number of times that they've lost <laughs> to the Lightning at home. Yeah, yeah. So way to end that streak, boys. Yeah, I mean, the game was close through, too. It was 1-1, and the Flyers just poured it on there early in the third with, with that forced goal. I still don't know how Vasilevsky did, didn't stop that one. He couldn't he see. The, legs. the lights were out. Oh, okay. that's a well, shame. <laughs> not, yeah, and then Sanheim, Walker, both scoring. Got a few empty netters to, to you know cap it off with, with Cates and York there. So, yeah, turned out to be a, a relatively easy win after it was, you know, it didn't feel like a real game at the arena and having, having no sounds and whatnot. So hmm. I'm glad they're able, able to get a, get a win out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I was a little worried there at the end when they kept missing the empty net. Oh. I was like, is this is this going to fuck them? Like, are they going to lose this game because they literally can't hit a wide open net over yeah. and over again? But nah, they hung on. No, I had That's the tough. same thought, especially after the Tampa scored the first goal with the goalie mm-hmm. pulled. I was like, oh, God, Uh-oh. here we go. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Get the net, boys. There's no goalie in there. Yeah, well, they yeah, can't they, hit the they... net with the goalie in there anyway sometimes. So, mm-hmm. you know. And there, when when you're up by three, like I understand wanting to take a shot for the net, but like you have plenty of time, kill the clock, just get the puck out of the zone and, and do what you were doing the whole game. And just I think that's eventually how Kate scored yeah. and, then, and then York hit it from the far corner. So that was a that was a long one. But yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. I was kind of hoping for a goalie goal. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, it happened. Been, Perfect been opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't up, th- up three. You got like nine yeah. minutes. Why not? Why not? Sam Merson just, uh, you know, killing it as a rookie. Absolutely. <laughs> if he got a goalie goal, he has to win the Calder, right? Like It should be automatic at that yeah, point, yeah. It should yeah, be automatic. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I would think so. I don't think Connor Bernard's made made as many saves as uh, Sam Merson has. So. No. No, he hasn't. So, yeah. Bit of a he bust, sucks. if you ask me. Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. He's terrible. But Yeah, I mean, bust at least we have. Yeah, at least we have a Sam Merson now, because uh, Cal Peterson, uh, Ka- Calvin, has been... Waved, cleared waivers down in the Phantoms now. Poor Cal. <laughs> Recalled Felix Sandstrom. I know we talked about this with Kurt last week where we were like, do they even have any other options if they don't want to play Peterson? And it turns out just Felix. Yeah, Felix. Yeah. Who, just guess, Sandstrom. Sandstrom. Yeah, that's that's the only one, really. Yep. It looks like we're going to avoid another Calamity. Oh, for fuck's sake. Woo! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, but, but yeah, Sandstrom's numbers in the AHL. Not good. Aren't great. 882 save percentage, 3.23 goals against. I think his last game, he gave up five to uh, Charlotte. But I think, you know, Tortorella or somebody said, like, they had similar AHL numbers. Peterson got his shot. Give give uh, Sandstrom his shot. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have to play him in this weekend back-to-back. They got mm-hmm. at Washington and at home against the Senators. We'll get into those games uh, later in the show. Mm-hmm. 
I guess the, the most topical thing right now occurred less than 24 hours ago at this point. Uh, the Chris Tanev trade going from the Flames to the Stars with the uh, Devils as, as a third team there to broker 50% uh, retained salary. And uh, Joe, your, your walker to the oh. Stars uh, dream is dead. The dream is dead. The dream Lucky. is dead. I'm so sad. Um, I mean, maybe they go for it anyway because they're like, this is this is it. Let's go for it. But I doubt it. Um, no, that trade masterclass by uh, Jim Nill, the GM of the Dallas Stars. He kind of, I think he got a steal on Tenev. He's getting him at 25% salary because of the jersey retention. He didn't give up a first round pick or a high profile prospect. Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge. Um, so, you know, some people are debating like, oh, does that mean Walker isn't going to bring back a first? And now I'm thinking, mm-mm, Walker's the so, only only good right, right-handed yeah, defenseman left on the yes, market now. And that none. is the correct interpretation. I've, I've been getting really worked up about this. Yeah. This isn't setting, like, this isn't setting the market. Like, this isn't UFA time. No. This is the really good guy now is off the market, and it's a seller's market. Yep. So now we have the good one. Yeah. Which means the price goes up, if yep. anything. All the other teams missed out. All those right, other exactly. teams they missed out on Tenev, which means the Flyers are like, hey, this Walker guy, there's like four of y'all who want him. Who's going to yeah, be the one to step up? It's, it's that's surge, not how the surge, deadline surge works. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not how the deadline uh, works. The, the, the market setting is not a thing because the, the moves that happen are being done by teams that are like, desperate like oh fuck we need a defenseman heading into the playoffs like we need one which means the sellers are at the advantage so just because chris tanev didn't bring back a first doesn't mean that sean walker won't because now there's some other team who's like all right fuck now we're don't have a lot of choices Mm -hmm. they got walker and philly and Danny Briere is at an advantage because there's going to be more than one team calling him. And not only that, the Flames are not in the playoffs. The Flyers are. Like, they right. can just go, hey, I mean, you know, that offer for Tenev, that was to a team that wasn't going to make it to the playoffs. But guess what position we're in? You want him? Show me how bad. Show me how bad yeah, you want exactly. him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, if anything, like, this is just 100% good for the Flyers heading into next week. Mm-hmm. I could still see it being like not setting the price per se, but uh, I looked up for an article. I think it's being published Friday on uh, BrowstreetHockey.com. Check that out. Like, like the players have been traded like for first subscribe. round picks mm-hmm. in recent years, especially defensemen. Last year, like they've been bigger names. Like it was like Chikrin last year. Yeah, but um, it was Matthias Ekholm. I understand there aren't that there aren't many of them this year. Guys out there. The Flames. I don't know why they why they took the deal now that they like why do it now and so not went with a week to the deadline. Not, it, it wasn't a great deal. Like they could have they could have very well run organization. That's uh, that that's rookie, a fair point. Rookie fair GM. Point rookie GM. Yeah. Um, it, I I just I don't know. If you really need a defenseman, that's the only reason you're looking. So like, and also we have the the Sealer Walker option and i feel i feel oh god i feel like if you trade them both together you're definitely getting a first and in my mind sealer is i don't want to say worthless but like if you're trading nick sealer on his own you're not getting very much like maybe a third well like if unless it's a team that's looking for third 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 sounds about right right so like if you package them both together and you end up with a first. Like, that's that's pretty good. So I just want to run down the teams right now that are very much in the market for a top four defenseman. The Canucks, all right? Mm-hmm, Dallas mm-hmm. might still want one because their blue line is still pretty freaking weak. Um, the Jets are still looking for a defenseman. The Oilers are still looking for a defenseman. And that's just the Western Conference. Like, mm-hmm. there are maybe a half a dozen teams that are still their main point of weakness weakness is a top four defenseman and i'd say half of those ones still specifically a right shot the other thing about Mm -hmm. sean walker is that the other big defenseman on the trade boards right now is noah hannafin 
he's younger than Walker, which means he's looking for an extension. He's looking for the place that he wants to continue playing next season as well. He's not probably not going to be a pure rental. Sean Walker, mm-hmm. team can throw picks at that, and he's gone in the summer. You know, they don't have to commit to him. I feel strongly, what if we traded Sean Walker for the rights to Elias Patterson, <laughs> and then we simply sign him? Who says no? Yeah. yeah. Who why, says why, no? Why doesn't Dan and Briar just do that? You know, he'd be like, okay, yeah. give, me, give me Patterson, I'll give you Walker. If and he was deal. good, he would one do for it. One. And yeah. Sealer. And Stahl. Have if Stahl. He was good at his Wait, can I just, real quick, I saw a tweet today. It made me laugh so hard. Flyers fans are a special kind of stupid. <laughs> it was in Charlie's mentions, and someone said, like, if the Flyers don't fully rebuild at the deadline, then you know Keith Jones, like, he wasn't lying when he said that on the radio. I'm like, oh. what do you mean if they don't fully rebuild? Like, by next week, they're meant to be a fully rebuilt team? What are you on about? Yeah. We're getting the cup next year, Kelly. That's the that's the thing that's going to drive me crazy because I know this is going to happen. They're only going to make a couple of moves, sure, and they might yeah. make they might make none. Like that is a, a viable option. I, I don't think they it. will make none, yeah. but it's not. It, yeah. it is a viable option, and if they do that, people are going to go fucking nuts. Even yeah. though the summer still exists, yeah. And two yes. of the players, two of the players that have been in these rumors are Scott Lawton. And Rasmus Ristolainen. And I'll even throw Morgan Frost in there, who has a year left on his contract. They don't have to move them now. They can wait. And I wrote about it at BroadStreetHockey.com. Please like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah, yeah speaking of, of Ristolainen, like, that's another thing that with Tanev off the board, maybe the Flyers are more able to move Risto. Obviously, he's hurt, so teams may not necessarily want to take him on. But yeah. if you want a top four defenseman that's physical, Walker's mm-hmm. not that. There's not really any out there. For rentals, like if Risto can you know, somehow get back, play a game maybe for the, for the deadline and improve that, I think that that's a great move. And Kelly, what you said, Sealer and Walker as a pair. Yeah. yeah. If you trade if you trade them separate, you probably get maybe like a second and a fourth for Walker, maybe a third or a fourth for Sealer, but pair them together and you can get a first. Or and a prospect. Team that you can do, or a prospect. And the team you can do that with is the Toronto Maple Leafs, who I think <laughs> are likely one of the teams that want them as a pair. Yep. They don't have they don't have their second round pick for the next three years. They don't have a third this year. They have the Islanders third. So all they have this year, all they have in the top two rounds is their first round this year over the next two years. So yeah, you pony up for that for that first round pick. Hell, I wouldn't mind trading Walker, Sealer, and Lawton to, to to Toronto. I think it's up to the Maple Leafs to figure out what exactly they want to do. If they want to figure out if they want to decide, like, okay, we can go for it this year. Let's go for Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Or you know, we're not necessarily good enough to compete with Florida and Carolina and the Rangers at the top of the East and don't go for that. But I think, you know, with wall coming back tonight for them, that's, that's a good sign. Maybe they're, they're looking to make a big move and yeah, I'm Walker and sealer need to be moved together if they're going to be moved at all. So my take on the Leafs is that this, uh, who's their GM now? What's his name? I have it pulled up right here and I can't find it. Oh, Treleving. Shit. Yeah. The former flames guy, Brad, Brad, Brad Shelving. Um, This is his first year as the Leafs GM. And part of me is wondering, like, this is his let's fuck around year. Or, like, just, you know, we have these guys. They've been the core forever. We have a bunch of expiring contracts this summer. Let's see what they can do. And he'll make some, like, small savvy trades to add so that they're not, like, you know, unmanned at the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't work... I imagine that this summer, like if the Leafs punt again, uh-huh. I imagine that this summer that roster is going to get gutted and turned over like nothing else. You don't get a lot of you don't get a lot of rope in Toronto, so no, it, I, no one's going to care that it's his first year managing this team. No, if they go out in the first round again, they're going to go fucking ape shit in the summertime, and yep. there, there's another opportunity for Danny Briere to take advantage of a desperate team that needs pieces because we yeah. got some pieces. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah. And they've got some nice young players that we could mm-hmm. really, really take a, take a chance on. Matthew Nyes is my choice if they're willing to part with him, but Nick Robertson is like part of a package. Sure. Why not? And they've got one or two guys in like the AHL that I might like 
consider if they were on the table, but you know. Yeah, they got some stuff. Yeah, yeah the, the Leafs' window is this year and next because then Tavares and Marner are both free agents after next year. So, like, they kind of have to make some sort of move this year and then again next year. Like, they, this is this is their window. Like, they they locked up Matthews or four years. They locked up Nylander, but like, they have to capitalize on on having Tavares and Marner because they can't resign both of them. No, no. Danny Briere signed Mitch Marner challenge in two years. He's too soft. He's he'd he? also be twenty eight. I guess that would work. But he's a right wing. I've, we already have I've, enough of those. Why is everyone a right wing? I don't understand this. It feels like everyone is a right wing. I know. Knock it, it off. Does. It does. Give us a play left on your wing. offside, dummies. Half the Flyers roster is already doing that. Oh, Wild. fair. It's fair. Fair point. Ugh. Yeah. So. So if the Flyers do trade Walker by himself, it comes out that the Flyers trade Walker for pretty much an identical package to what Tanev got for 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 the Flames: a second round pick, a fourth round pick, maybe a conditional conditional pick, and then like a, a mid tier, maybe the B C B plus prospect. Like, are you happy with that? Or because I feel like if this trade, if last night's trade was a Walker trade, fans would be upset that the Flyers didn't wait to try to get a first for him. But maybe this is just what the market is for, in, is for them right now. No, Ooh. I don't think so. I don't think so. I really don't. Yeah. I I just don't think that deadline trades work that way. <clears throat> I think that this was a bad trade by the the Flames. Yeah. I don't know why they had to do it this week. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't try to, or maybe they did try to get a little bit more and their GM is just, you know, a little more Chuck Fletcher <laughs> than than you would like to admit. But I don't know. I'm not really worried about it. No. I, I really I still think that a first round pick is possible for the Flyers at this deadline. I, I do, really do. I do too. It seems to be pretty public knowledge that like a first round pick is the bare asking price for Sean Walker. Uh first of all, he also has a major like his contract is a lot cheaper than Tenev's was. So mm-hmm. like Sean Walker retained at fifty percent by the Flyers is just like three hundred thousand dollars more than Tenev is right now for the stars. That's big. They don't need to involve a third party. Um, and he's like the last good one. I, like, if if the Flyers don't move him and Briere and Jones come out and say, you know, we set what we thought was a fair price and nobody was willing to meet it, we just said, okay, we'll keep him and make a playoff push because why not, you know? Um, I won't like that. Really? You, you wouldn't like well, if they were like, we're not going to be bullied around because I'm a rookie GM? No, no, no. I... Uh... I get what you're saying, but like, I also feel like you gotta, you gotta get something for this guy. Like he, if you want to bring him back in the summer, like, cool. I don't care. But that asset was meant to not turn into anything. Yeah. And it's turned Mm -hmm. into something. So like, you gotta get something. If it ends up being a second, because like you're saying, like, that's the market. Okay. Yeah. But. I what don't think holding on to him is a good idea. I, it's not going to be a third. a third. There's no what, fucking what, way. What if, There's no what if, way. What if they're like, okay, you want a first? We'll give you a third and a fifth for him. Like, and like Briere says, comes down and says, you know, we, we wanted a first round pick. They offered, you know, a third plus something. We didn't want to necessarily do that, but given the position we're in. Nah. You, you don't think, nah, nah to what? Nah to that happening? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I, I, I hope not. Yeah. I've been optimistic about getting a first round pick, but this trade as well as just you know how the hype dies down at these deadlines. Like Every if they time. got a first if they got a first for Walker, I'd be very happy. If they get like a second and a fourth, I'll I'll be whelmed. I'll be whelmed with that. Whelmed. Yeah. Um I a second and a fourth, fine. If that's what it ends up being, sure. Um we haven't seen too many trade deals from Danny Briere. Let's see. There's the Provorov trade. There was the Hayes. Uh, I guess you could call it a trade, um, which was almost much more creative if Travis Sanheim or if Tory Krug hadn't waived his NMC or wait, no, hadn't yeah. invoked his NMC. Yeah, there we go. Um, he turned a prospect that wasn't going to sign with the Flyers into a potential top pair right shot defenseman plus a second rounder. I wouldn't be surprised to see 
you know, maybe it's not just a straight draft pick. Maybe there's some like little extra caveat. Like maybe it's a conditional first, you know, it's a first round pick if the team that they trade to makes it to the conference final. If they don't, it falls to a second, something like that. I could see something like that working out. Like I know one of the conditions in, in the Stars trade is if they reach this Western Conference final or Stanley Cup final, they get like a final. I think it's the Stanley Cup final. Yeah. They get like an extra third round pick or something. Like, yeah, I, I don't necessarily want to rely on something like that. But yeah, Walker, if the team makes the, the conference final, it's a first. If they if they don't, it's a second. Yeah. But yeah, like I feel like at this point, I'd accept a second plus a fourth for Walker. I'd be surprised if they were able to get a first for him straight up. But that's also why, as I said before, like I think that I want them to try to get creative, package them with Sealer, maybe do a Walker and Lawton together. Like I, I, I we've talked about Scott Lawton on, on on every episode so far. <laughs> it feels like more and more they're not going to move him, but no, you know, I, I, it's. We'll see. We have a week left, but yeah, it's all about defensemen right now after that, that TANF trade. No, and I, I'm adamant that in the Flyers' brass's mind, it will take a Tanner Janot-level return for them to even start talking about moving Scott Lawton. Like, that is that is the get-you-in-the-door uh, like asking price. Okay. Tanner Janot's injured for the Lightning. Maybe they have a, a few more picks to pony up. This oh, year for, Jesus. For they, <laughs> they don't, though. That's the fun part is not. they really don't. Uh, they have a first-round pick in 2026, which, you know, yeah. fine. I Why not? But Yeah, that, that'd just be getting something just to like get an asset that you can use. Hey, it's still trade. a first-round pick, and also, who knows? The Lightning don't look great. Maybe they drop off significantly in two years. Yeah, that that could be a, a much higher like that could be a, a more valuable pick than getting a a late second round pick this year. I know, I know yeah. you got you you want like do you want the cookie now or six cookies later? Like you want it now, but if you can wait and get and get more, like that's that's something logical that the Flyers will do with their uh, with their transparent rebuild. Although here. we did we did kind of wonder about that with the Florida Panthers pick because they were not good during last year's regular season, um, and then they went to the Cup final, and then this year they've been just killing it so you know maybe maybe tampa finds a one last bit of juice in the tank in 2025 26 and goes on a cup run yeah you never know there what happens down there with stamkos well stamkos isn't signed past this season nope so you know He's gonna go home to Toronto, probably. Yeah. Imagine, imagine adding adding Stamkos to that core four, like just you know, Lepertuzzi and, and Domi go. That's eight million right there. Tavares, Tavares too, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, get a, get a picture of him, uh, him in his Maple Leafs pajamas, <laughs> posted up there. Incredible. Well, Joe, Joe, what's what's the what's the lowest price you think you take for Walker? Like, I, I know you're you're on the okay. We're not going to get pushed around, you know. If if you don't give me the, the price we ask for, we're not going to cave. But like, would you take a third for him? Would you take a a third and a fourth? I would not take a third and a fourth, Gilbs. But no. I would consider a second, if, and again, this this goes back to like we had this discussion a few pods ago, where it's like, would you would you trade Risto on a, or would you sign Walker to an extension or whatever? And I'm like, right now, no. But if Risto, Stahl, Sealer, and like somebody else get traded out, then I could see the you know the case for it. If the market continues, I don't know how the market's going to go the next week for these pending free agents. But if a lot of defensemen start getting plucked off the market, and a few teams are left high and dry, then you can really put the screws to them if you need to. Alternatively, if they start like bottom of the barrel picking, you know, like these contenders start like, I'll give you a sixth round pick for this sixth, seventh defenseman. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> well, then, then it'd have to be like maybe a third and a B prospect, something like that. I'd, I'd be yeah. okay. Maybe okay with that. Yeah. I just wonder what it'll be, if it'll be more outrage if the flyers don't trade Walker or if they end up trading them for a, a lesser return than expected. Like either way, there's going to be people that are, that are angry on twitter.com. Sure. But and I wouldn't I be, which, which way would be louder. I wouldn't be angry. I'd just be like, ah, all right. Why? Fine. Fine. Um, yeah. Cause it's, it's adding more it's picks assets. from the Provorov trade. It, it's assets that it's you can potentially use to trade up. Cause people forget like the flyers have two first round picks this year. 
two seconds, probably mm, not. Probably with the one. Columbus one going to next year, but then they already have three in the second round next year. So they're going to add hopefully a few more picks um, this this trade deadline as well. I wonder though, with, with all the injury updates, Drysdale week, week to week, we talked about it last show. You know, mm-hmm. that, that I said that was kind of like the best case scenario. He, he misses some time, able to kind of get a reset, view the game from above, maybe slow it down a little bit. But also, they, they've already bringed up uh, uh, Ronnie Adderd. They, they don't have many other right-handed defensemen in the AHL. I wonder if they would even consider keeping Mark Stahl at this point just just to play, I, or if the Heat what what he could end up fetching. Like I trade him no. for whatever pick you can get. But yeah. I don't know if the Flyers would want to keep him around uh, to you know be be that veteran presence to help the the young kids along. Ideally, I would ask for a fifth round pick because the Flyers don't have one this year. Do you know why they don't have one this year? Which trade is that? Uh oh, it was part of the Quadru trade. Never mind. I thought it was. I thought uh, it was the. Uh, I thought it was the uh, Zach McEwen to L.A. <laughs> for Brendan uh, Lemieux. Uh, yeah. Oh no, the you, Flyers got a fifth round pick in that. My bad. The 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 Mew trade? No 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 no. Uh, last deadline, uh, the Flyers traded Zach McEwen to the L.A. Kings. Oh, oh yeah, pick yeah. and Brendan Lemieux. I thought it was for some reason. I thought it was the other way around. I thought that they pay they gave a fifth round pick or something, and Chuck Fletcher was like, "Oh, I was doing a bu- uh, doing a favor for my buddy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then Brendan Lemieux ended up playing more than the kids, which yeah. didn't really matter. But no. you know, you, you love to complain about that. Also, if Zach McEwen can bring back a fifth round pick, shit, I think Mark Stahl could bring back a fifth round pick at least. Yeah, the Flyers have to trade Stahl. Get get a fifth, get a sixth for him, get a seventh, get whatever you can. GMs get him, love this get him, guy. Get, yeah, this guy loves just eating up some some minutes in, in the in the postseason. He, he, he eats them eats them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. So, yeah, get get Stahl out of there. Trade one of Walker or Sealer, if not both. And you know what? I'm comfortable. Bring up Adderd. Play Zamula every night. Bring up Louis Belpedio. Bring up Neil Andre. <laughs> Let the kids play here, because like are we calling Belpedio a kid? Okay, Belpedio is not a kid, but no, Zamula, Andre, Adderd. Let, let the kids play. I'm I'm okay with keeping Emil Andre down for a bit longer, unless like they absolutely need like a guy to come up and play. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see Mr. Ronald McDonald Adderd uh, come back to the NHL. Um, he's yeah, apparently been doing pretty well in the AHL. And I don't believe he's waivers exempt next season. So much like Igor Zamula, they're going to have to play him one way or another. Um, I'd rather see some of it here at the end of this season and see how it translates to the beginning of next year. Yeah, because Ronnie Adders would be would be great to have in the lineup as, as a third pair defenseman starting next season. I mean, behind behind Drysdale and Risto on the right side, or you know, Sanheim, Sanheim on the right side if if he if he wants to stay there. And, and yeah, I, I kind of I agree. I mean, Andres should probably just spend the whole year in the AHL, get more development. But and and uh, yeah, go, go back and listen to our uh, episode with Maddie if, if you mm-hmm. haven't. We discussed a few different. AHL defenseman. She she spoke pretty highly of Adder, just saying she, you know, he was, he was kind of raw. Yeah, she yeah. she's the Phantoms expert. So if if you if you don't trust us, you can you can trust her. Yeah, and Victor Mete, baby. Oh. God, I always forget. <laughs> yeah, I Victor always Mete forget. And Halge Grands too. Halge Grands. Yeah, he was injured for a while, I think. So I don't know if oh, he's God. like quite. I think he's playing again, but I don't know if he's quite ready to uh, be back. No. Yeah. Probably not. You know, so many of those people are like, okay, maybe they can be a guy, and we just haven't heard of him at all. Yeah, this season. Yeah, mm. I mean, if they signed Mark Stahl last off season, maybe they go after one of those other veteran defensemen on the free agency market. Could no, no, I don't want any of them. <laughs> you None don't even them. know who's going to be there. Yeah. If they're going to sign a free agent, then it should be Sean Walker and nobody else. Oh. And they can't keep Nick Sealer because they can't keep blocking these kids. Like you said, Adder needs to be on the team next year. But you know who? You know what Nick Sealer really blocks? Shots. Shots, baby. <laughs> He's, mm. uh, no, I, I talked about this on one of our previous pods where I was like, you know, if these kids are coming up and they're getting third pair minutes, I'd feel comfortable with them playing with Nick Sealer. Like, I don't feel like they're getting shortchanged with an Andrew McDonald style. Ah, here you go, kid. Here's 10, 15 minutes a night with this guy. Good luck. You know, 
he'd be mm-hmm. he'd be steady enough. But if yeah. the asking price that's been going around on Twitter is true, then no. Oh, he's, that he's, was hilarious. I, yeah. I was just about I was just about to find the number from the fourth period reported it. Uh, I believe it sounds like Flyers wanted him in the two point five million to three million range. Sure, just. First of all, way too much for me. I don't think he's worth that much. I don't think he's worth that much either. That seems very oh, high. Two and a half. And Ste- sure, I'll and, do that. Yeah, and Steelers camp is looking for a fair bit more over multi years. Like, no, yeah. I'm not. Like, someone's going to give Steeler like the four risk years, the sixteen risk million. But yeah, Sean Walker has two point six million this year. You know, slow Listen. your roll, Nick Steeler. Come on, you fight a few times, you, you get get the crowd going. You're still not worth three million dollars. I mean, it's it's his agent's job to ask for way too much, but yeah. If if the, if there's like a hard line there, then like nice knowing you, bud. Thank you for your service. Yeah, mm-hmm. have fun someplace else. Someone will give him the Rasmus Ristolainen. Probably. Yeah. Especially if he gets dealt somewhere and plays in the playoffs, like everyone's yeah, yeah, gonna yeah. love him. Look, look at this Nick Steeler guy coming from Philadelphia, playing third so line. So much grit, blocking and shots. sandpaper. Yeah. Well, here's All the, the thing. I also want to point out that Vegas is fresh off a cup win with a defense core that looks a lot like Nick Steeler. Like that kind of hard nose, like blocking yeah. shots, yeah. intense game, um, more skill and talent. Yeah, a lot more skill than, than, than but Nick Sealer. Yeah, the style. People are like, oh, Nick Sealers are missing Braden McNabb, you know, <laughs> there's something, or I'm missing, are missing Shea Theodore. He's not. No, he's not Shea Theodore. But Shea Theodore is way too good. Shea Theodore is way too good. I'm Nick sorry. Steelers, I'm yeah. sorry for that comparison, Mister Theodore. That was yeah. that was unfair. Yeah. Speaking of the Knights, I thought they might be a decent landing spot for for Scott Lawton. Uh, I'm not sure if he, he would end mm-hmm. up fitting there. They do, they do have they have all their picks in, in the first three rounds of the next three years. How have, is that possible? <laughs> I just. I mean, they did a great job just stockpiling assets in, in their yeah. first few years, and it, it's paid off for them. But. I do wish that Cam Atkinson was, you know, contributing or at least playing to the point where the Flyers could maybe dangle him, retain 50% and get him off the roster because he, he's taken the spot from someone like Lixell or, or Brink from playing every night when the Flyers are healthy. That's a summertime deal, I think. Yeah, or next yeah, deadline. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Nice knowing you, Cam. We appreciate it. But God, What the fuck happened to him? He's old and had surgeries yeah i mean yeah yeah, but what was his surgery it was something neck good he was all right to start the season though yeah yeah he's just and he was hot after after the healthy scratch he was hot too he's just very he's very up and so we we call we always say goal goal scores are streaky right it looks like as you get older the peaks and valleys get more and more dramatic like Mm. the valleys get more and more dramatic yeah, um, maybe that's what's happening. Yeah, I think he's kind of hitting that point where, you know, when he had two goals against Winnipeg and the Flyers shut them out, awesome. Um, you know, those were good peaks. But now that the valleys are settling in, they are deeper and far longer. Um, Bill and I talked about this. I, I kind of feel like you're just going to have to ride out that contract. Yeah, I don't buy him out. Like when, No. Unless you're signing Elias Patterson. But, like, there's no reason right, to right, have right. that. Like that extra hit. year of cap hit. Yeah, there's no reason yeah. because yeah. next year is not the year for us either. No. So and just t- keep him. And we might be worse next year. Like there's a very that good is, chance. We, I think that we is something that we don't year. talk about. I feel like no one talks about that. We said this but last summer, but you know. There's a so- – but yeah, they're going to lose or they should lose at least several pieces mm-hmm. between now and next season. And so – yeah, there's a solid chance they're worse than they were this year. And yeah, goaltending, goaltending. Takes, a, takes a big hit, too. Uh-huh. Who's going to be Especially the- if, if Peterson is going to be the back. I, I do. No, no, no. I do think that they'll sign a free agent goaltender. Martin Jones. When it, there's, there's like 7,000 good backup goaltenders available this summer. Yeah. I think that that's the one, the one thing that they do have to go out and get because you can't, you can't play Cal Peterson. No, bring, bring Stoli home. Can't. He's a free agent, right? Stoli, Lion, one home. of those guys. You can bring Marty yeah. J home. You could bring Cal Pickard home. There's so many. Cam Talbot. The Flyers have had every goaltender. So. <laughs> yeah. Cal Pickard's winning games for the Edmonton Oilers. It's it's, it's insane. <sighs> Marty Jones was like the savior of the Leaf season. He was. He was. How the fuck did that happen? He was. Yeah. I liked uh, him. He's knows? good. Who knows? What's Brian Elliott doing? He's still with Tampa, isn't he? 
Can we bring no, him? He's on? retired. Oh, he they is retired. Hansen now. Yeah. Come out. Come oh. out of retirement. Bam. Yeah, come on back. Yeah, come on. Come we on. We liked you. Moose. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Flyers right now kind of I mean, speaking of random goalies, Thomas had, had a great ranked article ranking the most random goalies in history today on brosriaki.com. So please sure like and subscribe. And I had out on, on the website. Yeah. I had heard of none of them except for Cal Peterson. Really? I I haven't clicked. I haven't read it yet because I'm not. I'm not a good member of, of the community. Kelly, wow. Cal Peterson, Martin. You forget. No, I, 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 I. Cal Heater. Wow. Mike McKenna, Neil Little, Neil Little, legend. Yeah, Neil Little is a legend. You need to learn your history, Joseph. Yeah. Okay, Neil Little, got it. A legend. Yeah, we'll need a we'll need a Kelly Hinkle lesson to Joe on the uh, Calder Cup team. Calder yeah. Cup. Yeah. Yeah. Early two thousand. God, the Phantoms were so fun. Bring them back to Philly and with this new whatever, however many billion prod project to yeah build build the new arena apparently for some reason, and then the Phantoms can play in the Farg. Yeah, I'm into that. There you and go. Get I a, love it. Get a women's hockey team while we're at it too. Yes. There was a time that the Flyers and the Phantoms would be playing at exactly the same time in the Spectrum and the Farg, and they would both be sold out. Wow. It can be done. I love it was that. the yeah, yeah. the heyday of hockey in Philly. What if you What like, if you just did like time. an afternoon double header on the weekends? Like the Phantoms play at two, the Flyers play at seven, or something That's, like that. You just get back to back games. That would be tremendous. Wouldn't that be it's too fun? smart? It's too smart, Joe. Ugh. I don't think Allentown's going to give them up. That's all they got. Yeah, but speaking that, of the other uh, White the, Castle, yeah. yeah, the women's league. Did you see their their new uh, playoff format oh, for, yeah. for this year? You're doing gold top. drafting too. Yes. Yeah, Which is gold wild. drafting is good. And yeah, the, the top seed gets to pick their opponent. They can't pick number two because they, 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 it's a home ice, but they get to pick uh, their opponent, which is something that I know a lot of people have spoken about for every sport. Just they, yeah, they ice, pretty much just out. took every Twitter idea. Yeah. And, and the, implemented uh, it. They also had the jailbreak, right? The uh, If you score on the penalty kill, that ends the power play. Oh, do they? Yeah. Yeah. If mm. the, oh, nice. Flyers would eat that shit up. Seriously, they're streaming games for free on YouTube. This is how you grow the game. The, the PWHL is doing a doing. That's a great true. Job. They are doing a good job. Really, yeah. truly, I yeah, it's fun. We need one. I can't be. It's hard to be like a Minnesota fan <laughs> and live in Philadelphia. No. I, feel I mean, like, if yeah. they if that league is able to sustain itself and they expand, like Philadelphia has got to be on the list for sure. Just for travel reasons mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah, exactly. It's very close. Everything. Mm-hmm. We have a, a giant airport on Lake Winnipeg. No airport. No airport. And they might not have the jets anymore either. But we'll see how Man, that they're, they're leaving again? They might. Fuck they... Gary Batman. Yeah. I mean you're the coyotes play in a college arena. It looks like fun though. They Honestly, don't like have fun. any concrete plan for fixing that. And you do everything you can to keep that stupid team in that stupid state. Sorry, Coyotes fans. I, I do kind of feel bad for them. But, like, the Jets have, like, two down years, and you're like, oh, I'm going to move you Oh no, it's Houston. Not, it's not a Bettman thing. It's, like, the uh, – I don't know if it's the owner, but, like, the one of the, like, higher-ups in the Jets franchise is, like, yeah, this is not sustainable, <clears throat> and we'll have to see where it goes. Um, also, Kelly, how could you hate on the Coyotes? They gave us Sean Couturier and Austin Matthews, among others. Uh, Sean Couturier is Canadian. Oh, he... yeah, Sean Couturier just decides what he wants to be. I, I mean, I would probably decide if I could be Canadian too if it was Canadian or American. Yeah, it's the obvious yeah. choice. Yeah. I mean, yeah, wouldn't we all? Yeah. Yeah, another article on BrosryHockey.com today. Uh, Flyers must win next few games while roster is still intact yeah. by, by Joe. Uh, what a website. Big, what a website. Big, uh, big weekend back-to-back coming up again in Washington on Friday night at home against the Senators on Saturday night. I don't think there's any, been, been any goalie news about who's going to start. It's going to be Urson or, or uh, Sandstrom uh, for, for which game. Uh, Joe, what do you think should should happen there? Um. Oof. I'm inclined to give the road game to Erson mm-hmm. and then have um, whoever, I guess it's going to be Sandstrom 
back up at home. Yeah. Might be an easier environment. Although the Flyers have a much better road record than they do a home record, so maybe you maybe you do it the other way around anyway. Um, but yeah, no, they they have to win these two, and I think they have who is it next week? They have the Panthers and someone else who's not very good. Uh, but I'm blanking on who it is. St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. Um, they got to win those ones because the trade deadline, if all goes according to plan and it sounds like they're still going to sell, the roster that got them this far is going to be gutted, at, at least on defense. If they can bank some points in the playoff race now, it'll go a long way through the last like month or so of the season. Yeah. Where they can kind of, you know, if they have a clunker, it's not as dire as if they lose to i don't know the capitals on friday that that one especially is like that's a big one because the caps are coming up from behind in the standings although they still look real bad yeah that's why i think you got to give airson the washington start i think it's a more important game yeah and also it might be a little bit fun to watch claude Giroux just absolutely fucking school felix sandstrom Oh, we'll get to arc. we'll get to the score predict predictions at the end of the pod. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> yeah, Drew is going to uh, light it up. You know, yeah. 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 Which you know what? Good, honestly. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, you go. Yeah, you the good thing is that is that the Sens will also be on the second half of a back to back, and they're mm-hmm. not a very good hockey team, especially on the road. They're eight sixteen and one. So no, but they beat maybe the if even it. it is Sandstrom in that one? They'd be able to get a get a good effort in front. Maybe of Sandstrom surprises us. Yeah, I hope so. You never know. He had a couple of good games in the NHL. He wasn't totally trash the entire time. No, he just uh, how did Torts say it? He's like, I just need to see one more save from him. Like he always lets <laughs> it. Like the Sandstrom, yeah. the Felix Sandstrom experience is one leaky goal per game. And you know what? Yeah. I will take one leaky goal over the three that Cal Peterson let in. That is a significant oh. improvement. You just need the the rest of the team to step up and score seven goals again. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that hard. No. no. Especially yeah, not against Junus Corposalo. <laughs> He's been. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Isn't Forsberg's Forsberg. your backup, I think? Yeah. Who's been, you know, they've both been pretty bad. Yeah. They've not been, they've not been good. Four year, no, <clears throat> five year, $4 million a year contract to Junus Corposalo, who is now. 29 years old. That was a pure Dorian masterclass, man. <laughs> Goal- goalies are, are weird. You got that You got that contract. You got the Jack Campbell, Jack Campbell. contract. You got the, the Matt Murray contract. Cal Peterson. Hurt. Cal Peterson contract. <laughs> like, but I'm just looking at uh, Felix Sandstrom's hockey reference page and his career record of three wins, 16 losses, and four overtime losses. It's just, it's just depressing. And I need to get him a, a, a few wins this year. Maybe get him... Above 500 this year, get him going in the, in the right direction. Also, I will cut him a little slack on the losses because uh, when he played in the NHL, uh, especially last year, he only mm-hmm. ever played on the second half of like back to backs. Like, yeah, that was and, the and that only team. Time. That team sucked too. Like and they didn't tough. have a good a good team in front of them. No, uh, so you know. He had five games in 21-22. I guess that was under Mike Yo. He had a English 9-10, Mike. English Mike. He had a nine ten save percentage and zero wins, but it's not awful, I guess. Ugh. Listen, really, he's probably he's probably gonna be ass, but <laughs> goalies don't make any sense. No, and maybe he surprises us. Yeah, you well, never he, know. He really Just has don't... to. He really has to work to be worse than Peterson was in that Pittsburgh game. So, like, the bar is that's, that's pretty what I think. low. He cannot, cannot be worse. No, the bar yeah, just, is impossible. Just don't give up three short side goals. Just st- stay stay in the crease. Stay by your posts, and, and you'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't be an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be bad. Don't be bad. That's it. Yeah. Don't be bad. In my opinion, go- he should simply make saves. Yes. Yeah. Do your job. Yes. Yeah. Do your job. Yeah. Be a that's fucking liar. It's a simple job description. Stop the puck. So do we think the Flyers come away with, with two wins this weekend? Or, or do you think they get two uh, points, three no. points? I, no. I I could maybe see them coming away with three. Like maybe they go to overtime with Ottawa. Um, I think they'll beat Washington. Mm-hmm. And Ottawa is up in the air. I, I mean, like that's a team that they should beat for sure. But obviously 
It's probably going to be Sandstrom. Like, I would be really surprised if they played Sandstrom in Washington. Um, so, you know, that's going to be a bit of a crapshoot game. Could the Flyers win it? Sure. Might they lose it? Absolutely. Could they come away with a point? Sure. So <laughs> I'm guessing two to three points in I'm th- this yeah, that- weekend, which, I'll, you know what, I'll take it. I'm thinking three. I'm thinking three as well. Um, yeah. I think they beat Washington in overtime. Okay. Uh, who's going to get the overtime goal? Uh, Bobby Brink. You think Brink? No. I think Brink sees, sees the ice in overtime? Yeah, that's what I mean. He might if, if no. he <laughs> isn't playing. Maybe. No. Ooh, Joel. I- Overtime, oh, Joel. Joel. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Joel. That's a good one. I was, I was going to say Sean Couturier finally gets a goal again. That would be overtime. nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, that would be nice. We need to get him going. Oh, so. I completely forgot to, to, about this and forgot to put on the show sheet. What was up with Sean Couturier's minutes on Tuesday night? Do with we think liners. like he's he's battling something? Do we think you know is the C too heavy on his chest? Oh what boy, what's going on? Going on with Couturier? <laughs> Could we not with that shit? I. I kind of think like it's probably a combination of things. I could see him being a little banged up. Yep. And then also must remember, it has been an incredibly long time since this man has played an 82-game hockey season. Yep. Yeah. So he might just be a little bit tired. Yeah. He's probably gassed. Uh, yeah. He looked great at the start of the season. And I feel like his style of hockey is probably very difficult on the body. And he's probably just some combination of banged up and tired. And while it's less than ideal, I don't know if we should be worried about it per se. No, I think Charlie wrote about this in his mailbag over at PHLY. Uh, He said that, uh, let's see, it's just really bad luck. Uh, The Flyers at five on five have stopped just 77 Point one nine percent of the shots they've faced when Couturier is on the ice, with ice, which is real bad. Yeah. Um, and they have yeah. scored on just eighteen point seven percent of the actual goals with Coots on the ice. Like this is just not great. Miserable PDO for Sean Couturier. Yeah, uh, that should rebound at some point. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, I guess giving him fourth line minutes. I mean, against the Lightning is kind of tough because they do have that top line. But when you have, you know. Forster is one of the best two-way defenders in mm-hmm. the league. A third line of Cates, Paling, and Hathaway was able to d- do some damage there as well. I love the look of this Farabee Frost Brink line. Oh, I, I love it. Be, the BFF could, line. Be the BFF line fucking oh, rules. Fuck. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder I wonder where they're gonna put Connecting though when when he comes back. I mean but maybe they it, put him back. When even is that? I don't know. I, I he better be back soon. Like it was like okay, he, he left practice, should be fine. Yeah, that's but my he, thing. He, like, what happened? Because, like, obviously none of us were there. Um, but Charlie made it sound like it really wasn't. It's not like Mark Stahl like fucking hammered him into the boards. Like it doesn't sound like it was that big of a deal. And so, like, I'm struggling to understand what could have happened to him that he's been out this many games i mean like maybe they're just being super safe which is you know not a bad thing um but it just seems it just seems so strange i mean that my, he's been out this long my guess is that maybe he had something that was like kind of nagging at him but it was like bearable and he was able to get through it and then all yeah. of a sudden just like a little incidental contact and bam he's That's out true. Like it, it just true. put it over the edge you know the straw that broke the camel that's carrying this team into the playoffs. <laughs> the, straw, the straw that broke the straw. Oh, off. you just uh, had to. Yeah. It was Give good, and then you just had to. Your head, Joe. Give yeah. up all your head. Come on. Woo. It's amazing <laughs> that, that the Flyers have scored six goals in back-to-back games without connecting, without their all-star, without their, their you know best what? player. That's I, real I'm promising. A- yeah, that's good depth scoring. I mentioned it last show. Like uh, Forster could end up scoring twenty goals. I think he's on pace for it now. If he yeah. stays healthy yeah. the rest of the way, he's at fourteen and fifty-five games. He's he looks, more than Atkinson now. He looks so fucking good these past mm-hmm. few games. It has mm-hmm. been. I don't know if that backhanded goal should have gone in against Vasilevsky, but it did. It did, <laughs> and it was a really cool move to set it up too. Like yep. the angle between the legs, like 
whew, that like at the beginning of the season, the puck wasn't going in for him and he wasn't scoring. And that sucks. All the details were still good. Guess what? The details are still good, but now the puck's yep. going in. This is yeah. really exciting for him. And that kind of move, that between the legs thing, like that tells you that this is a player that's like really fucking feeling it He's feeling right it. now. And that is like the best attitude for a hockey player to have, Kelly, especially when they're 22. He's got a fever. He's got typho fever. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on yeah, a roll today. I'm just feel. I feel. They it. are just I, like coming fast and yeah, furious. They, really, they were. Yeah, they really are. Oh man. The good thing without connecting though is that like you have none of the four lines I'm afraid of when they're on the ice. I guess you know if Delorier is not with Couturier, maybe I, I don't like that as much, but. I trust Forster, Lawton, Tippett. Mm-hmm. I trust that BFF line. I really trust Kate's Paling Hathaway. I wish that was that's been a very good line. Hathaway, but mm-hmm. Kate's and Paling have, have been great bottom sixers. And yeah, I mean, Lixal's been fine. Delorier is what he is, and you have Coots down there. What's your beef with yeah. Hathaway? He should be a fourth liner. Is that, that that's all I think? Oh, I mean, he. Is- I just think you know, Connecting comes back. Put Connecting where Forster is. Put Forster with Kate's and Paling, and then you have. Ideal lines. I don't know if they're going to break that one up unless they start um, tanking it. Honestly, that li- our third line right now is like a perfect fourth line. Yes. yes, it is. Yeah, it would be so cool if that was our fourth line because we had three lines better than that. <laughs> yeah, and, and then Sean Couturier wouldn't even be in the uh, lineup. So, uh, <laughs> nah, he'd be back up. He'd be back up top. It's too bad yeah. that Hathaway's like already in his thirties. I wish it'd be fun if he got to stick around for a long time. Maybe he'll be that crusty like. Cal Clutterbuck, kind of like New York Islanders' best fourth line in the league guy, who just sticks around until he's almost forty, but keeps I'm playing it. well. Throw <laughs> yeah, a mustache, bud. Just totally yes. do it. Yeah, you're not Stash. playing for Lula Moriello. You can grow whatever facial hair you want, dude. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we'll see who's back in the lineup uh, on Friday. We'll see where Katori is playing. I think they they ran similar lines at practice, according to Charlie and whoever else was there. I saw the tweets of. Um, but yeah, this weekend I'm more confident than you guys. I think they're gonna they're gonna get the sweep here. The, the Capitals hey. are are Capitals are just absolute frauds. I don't know how they're still in in the playoff race. They have a higher point percentage than than the Devils and the Islanders, who are also frauds. Well, it's only because yeah. the Devils are fucking shit in the bed. But the Devils have that's no a shame. In there at all? Yeah. That is a, that. I really it really is a shame. Yes. And then the Sens, I just they're they're not a good hockey team uh josh norris i think is out now i saw i think i saw one of their defensemen or two of their defensemen are out as well was oh, it jacob mm-hmm. what a surprise i thought it was Chibot, but, <laughs> but, but i'm, I'm not, not entirely sure but yeah i think the flyers are just the, the better team they're going to be able to they were fine on the back-to-back against pittsburgh so on a back-to-back against a worse team at home i think they'll be able to get up for that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the caps just beat the senators earlier this week so you know that bodes well yeah I love the confidence. Yeah. What's the score? What do you think the score is going to be for the uh, Caps game? I know I had Um, overtime win, but I forgot to say the score. I'm going to go with a 4-2 Flyers win. Tyson Forster stays hot with another one. And then against the Sens, Sens were getting... uh, we're getting five four in overtime. Travis Konechny with overtime winner. You think he'll be back? I fucking so many so. predictions. Wow, I love to see it. I think uh, the great thing about predictions, or if you're wrong, no one cares. But if you're right, they're like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what a prediction!" Psychic. <laughs> hey, I am a psychic with the previews. I'm always calling those goal scorers. Seriously, um, you're you are you are though remarkable. Yeah, um, how good you are at those. Let's see. For the Caps game, I'm saying four three in overtime. Uh, with uh, Couturier getting the OT winner, he's back on the score sheet. Uh. You know what? I'm feeling confident. You, you've got me feeling confident there we go. that they Let's might go. be uh, that they might win that Ottawa game too. Um, I think whichever goalie they trot out for the Sens is going to be <clears throat> hot garbage, just a big mm. stinky pile of garbage in the net, and the Flyers are going to go five two. Wow! I'd, I'd rather have a big stinky pile of garbage in the net than Cal Peterson. So. <laughs> the walrus from the. Uh, from those the, yeah. it car commercials? It's the same picture. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the same yeah. picture. Corporate yeah. Fine. yeah. Oh, good. How about you, Kelly? Where are you thinking with these two? I'm going to say 3-1 Flyers over the Caps with an empty netter. 
Ooh. And I'm going to say 5-4 overtime loss to the Senators. I like that 5-4. I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring game just because both of the goalies are probably going to be trash. Should we? Uh, how many, should we how many also- goals does the Claude score? Uh, four. <laughs> <laughs> All five. Whoa. He uh, goes full rooster trick. Uh, wow. Only in Philadelphia, please. And then he finally does it. He does what Joe Thornton never did. He takes yeah, it out. Yeah. He whips it out. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say one one Giroux goal <laughs> and two assists. Okay. I mean yeah, that's, that's a, a more reasonable prediction, I suppose. That's a, that's a, that's a classic Giroux night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, I oh, if he does like the the half court like slapper, like we've seen him do it a few times where he just kind of like knuckleballs mm-hmm. the puck from yeah from the uh, the center line and just goalie's not prepared for it it just goes in it would be very funny if whatever goals he scores are on the power play because of the uh drew never scores at even strength oh complaints <laughs> from the old yeah. days in philadelphia you can't yeah score never even scores at even strength in philadelphia yeah we could, we could really use some power play scoring on this team i wonder if they're willing to trade him Bring oh, him come, back. Come home, Bring him home. Oh wait, didn't the Flyers get a power play goal in one of these ge- in the Tampa game? No, they did score. They scored a power play goal in the Pittsburgh game. I think Pittsburgh game. That's what it was. Yeah, I think it was the Pittsburgh game. Because I I distinctly remember thinking, oh god, you can't lose this game now. You scored a power play goal. Like uh-huh. you have to win. Like, yeah, that's how this works, right? Turns out no. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the last goal. It was like okay, seven six now. Let's get another one and then go to overtime. But but no. Also, no. should we uh, should we do the Blues game prediction? Because that's on a Monday, which is when we would normally record. But since it's a since it's a game day, we wouldn't. Uh, that, mm. that is Monday. Um, that's a home game. Give me a give me a Blues. Give me a Flyers win. Uh huh. Um, give me four two again. I, I don't have any goal scorers. It's too far away. My 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 psychic vision is blocked. Okay. What's up with the Blues this year? Because once what again, year? imagine paying attention to a single other hockey team. They're- they were in a playoff spot for a while. Uh, they mm. were bad. They fired. They fired Baruby. They got decent again, and they've been bad recently. So, kind of similar to the Caps, I would say. Flyers win. Whoa. There we go. Love it. Score. Uh, let's say two nothing. Arison shutout. Whoa! I see. That I love great. it. Yes. Three two, Flyers overtime loss. Oh, wow. On, on, a, on, a, on a down note. Don't, don't I know. I'm sorry. One of the one of these games is going to be an overtime loss, and I'm going to choose that it's that one. <laughs> why would Kevin Hayes do that? Why, why would Kevin Hayes with the game winner? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Kevin Hayes with the game winner. Or Kevin Hayes' fingerprints are all his over. His fingerprints are all over that loss. <laughs> with, uh, assisted, assisted by Tori Krug. Oh God! Oh yeah, yeah. Kevin Hayes with the uh, game-winning goal, Tory Krug with the primary assist. That would be the funniest way to lose the game. So if it happens, I'm into it. You cannot script this shit. Sure can't. Yeah, that is a Monday game. We're probably yeah, so we're probably not going to record it until after that Tuesday or, or Wednesday. Or if you know if the Flyers, Danny B gets spicy, makes a trade before the deadline, we'll, we'll try to hop on and give a reaction to that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, is there anything else you guys want to touch on here before we close it out? I don't think so. I think this was a solid, a solid show, if you ask me. Yeah, we really, we really got in the cut, the kitchen, and uh, you know, chefed up some, uh, some good content. Made some broccoli yeah. rub. Yes. Yes. Oh, baby, I can't wait. Um, all right, <laughs> uh, Kelly, where can the uh, good people find you? Uh, if you choose to follow me on Twitter for some reason, you can find me at Hinks. You'll have to request and I'll have to approve you because reasons. Um, Exclusive club, your followers. Also, you know, BroadStreetHockey.com, the best website on the internet. Please like and subscribe. Consider giving us 13 cents a day for three to five well-thought-out, well-written hockey articles about your favorite hockey team. 13 cents a day. Yeah, I did not. Thirteen cents a day, you can feed these starving bloggers. Yeah, yes, you can give some money to Brian and Joe. Yes, and I think that's kind. Although, you know, we're not. Uh, 
All right, Joe. And where can the good people find yourself? Yes. Sorry for those technical difficulties, but you know, we had to, uh, we couldn't leave without saying goodbye. <laughs> and uh, you can find me on Twitter at JFDMarini and also at BroadStreetHockey.com. I will have a preview up for the Sens game this weekend. Yeah, I wouldn't mind if you know if, if we can have Sean Walker leave without saying goodbye, but we would never do that to you. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. And of course, make sure you do read and subscribe to rossyhockey.com. And it leaves a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you like what you're hearing, it uh, helps grow the show, makes us feel good, and that's really all that matters. All right, until next time, see ya. Go Flyers. <laughs>